0: hello there and welcome to life clarifications with natasha <laughs> i was thought i was prepared but not so welcome 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 to um life clarifications i'm natasha venter a medium i am one who is here to help you work through some of your stuff that we are all going through in life and you know, when we're going through something, I am an intuitive medium. Uh, I do feng shui. I help people work through life's challenges, and all of those things. I do personal awareness life coaching because of the f- I call it personal awareness because of the fact that when I have a session with someone, that I go into that personal work that you are called to do, and when I do that. You know, I can tell you things here on the show. I can do those things. But when I'm talking to you personally or working with you as a group, because I love to do group mediumship readings too, that, you know, and I, I don't mean love in a way of that I'm bringing messages from their loved ones, but that that's my calling. And my soul just goes, I'm doing my life work because of the fact that I love how we are going through these moments, and I want to support you creating a better story for your life, creating a better knowing for yourself, creating a better, Um, oh, what do you want to call it? You know, life is always going to have its bumps and bruises. It's always going to do that. How we interact is another story. How we inter- do it, you know, there's many things where I even have to catch myself with my old patterns of self-doubt and, and those stories that keep going through my brain and, you know, being married now with a a man for over 30 years, you know, we have some history together. And, and so there's something that, you know, may say that might trigger a part of me that was that old story. And then I'm like going, but that's not, now I'm not there anymore. Why am I doing that? Well, as we're going through life and managing our life, that we have to make decisions. And today's show is about making decisions because of the fact that many of us go through the grief process or wish we didn't do it or wish we could have done something different or why didn't I? And then you don't under many don't understand the process that we go through when we have to make decisions. There's the grief process, there's the emotional process, there's the doubt process, there's the I'm getting excited about it process, but is it really true that the right thing to do? Right. And we go through all these different things that are going forward. And and so where I'm at is I'm live on uh, Instagram on my phone and Twitter and YouTube and Facebook on my uh, laptop. So with that that if you have any questions especially if you're watching Twitter, I do not know if I get uh, conversations there. So with that that I wish you would go to my YouTube channel which is Natasha Venter Angelic clarifications and please while you're there, like it because or subscribe because of the fact that I do a lot of other videos and there's some videos that I only do on that show on my uh, YouTube channel. So with that that blessings to all And know that no matter where you're at, what you're doing and where you're going, sorry, my hair is driving me crazy today, that going forward is one of those things that that we all have to make decisions at some time, right? And thank you very much for saying that I'm so um, so sweet uh, on Instagram. I appreciate you. Going forward. So I know for me that I've had to make decisions just in the last 24 hours and some of those decisions was is there going to be a better deal is there going to be a better scenario is this the right choice Hmm. should i do it now or should i do it later should i should 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 should, 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 should. those should games right well i know for me that when i do something that i have some inner ways of talking to myself to check in. Right. And we all have inner radars. I'm not going to say that nobody had the only way you don't have an inner radar to making better decisions is if you're not paying attention to any part of yourself. Right. If you're going through life and you have no clue that you have a body, that's the only way you're going to know that you're not making a decision or you don't know how to make a decision with your tellers. Okay there's those tellers that we all have. And a teller I'm going to tell you is like if you walk into a creepy room and you get the eebie jeebies and you get, you know, the, the the bad goosebumps, you know. And you're going through there and you just get this feeling that is like, "Oh, I got to leave. I got to leave." And and you leave and of course that was bet- the better choice for you, right? Well, there's many times when there's people who go, Neh. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong here. There's nothing wrong here. And then they find out there's something really bad there, right? Because they didn't listen to the goosey bumps, to the the upset stomach, those kinds of things. And we all have something that tells us something with our bodies, right? So as we're going forward and managing, that there's many times when we're dealing with something that we get these feelings, and we can be rolling around in our heads. I know some people right now are making choices. Should they stay with a relationship or not, right? I'm just going to name that one. So should I stay with a relationship or not? Well, I'm going to tell you that we can get really mixed emotions when we're dealing with that, because of the fact that when we're dealing with leaving someone that we know that there's, let's say, on the Richter scale of there's 49% that there's a reason to stay and there's 51% the reason to go, right? Well, we have to follow those gut reactions. but the thing is though that we get caught up in the emotions of it, right? And then that turns our stomach. So is our stomach stir- turning because of, of the emotions of leaving or is it turning because I should do it, right? so that's where i ask questions okay and i do a form of muscle testing okay so muscle testing is is where you stick to your your pinky and your thumb to or your your pointer finger and your thumb together okay and then you you do the same thing with the other hand so you put your first finger and your thumb together and you stick one inside the other so one is kind of like a duck going quack, 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 right? And the other one, the other one is going to try to pry the one that's on the inside of the loop, like linking chains. You can actually link chains and pull them apart if that's the way you want to do it. But I always like to stick my fingers in. And I have to ask, so I'm going to try to pull them apart. What is my yes? What is my no? So with that, that as your fingers go go up. You know, or away from each other, that's how you can say yes or no. Now, ask the questions What is your yes? What is your no? Because some people, what is my yes and what is my no? So, your fingers might open up when you're saying yes, and some of them might close when they're saying no, right? So, that's where you have to ask the question first What is my yes and what is my no? And sometimes we have a maybe where the fingers kind of open, but they're not quite open, right? So, that's a maybe. When we're going through life and managing our life, that we have to have sometimes something that tells us, because we're so caught up in it. Our minds are so caught up in the politics. Our our heart is flittering because those decision-making processes aren't as easy because our heart gets so involved with, but I love it, but I love it. And then our gut gets upside down because it's like all the emotions that we're riding with it, right? So this is where I ask the questions. This is where I start asking questions. Okay, universe of love, who's helping me guide me? I'm asking for the greater love to be able to answer these questions for me. Okay, so I'm going to ask some questions, right? Okay, so what is something? uh, Okay, so, okay, uh, what is my yes? Doing my fingers here. What is my no? No. Oh, see, it changed. What is my yes? What is my no? So it changed on me. Okay. So should I proceed in putting my videos on a podcast system? Right? So I'm asking the angels and the guides who are here for my greater good. Should I put my videos, my audio, onto podcasts so people can reach me through podcast? Ah. Uh, Yes. Yes, I should. What is my yes? What is my no? So yes, I should, right? Okay. So should I hurry up and do it? No. Should I take my time and do it? Yes. Okay. So that kind of that hesitancy I was feeling with my fingers, it was because I was needing to take my time doing it, not rush. This isn't like a day or night thing. It's because I'm not going to be pushing myself. It's about making, whenever I have time, do what I need to do. Copy and paste. Do what I need to do. I've already downloaded a lot. So now it's just downloading the the bios on what's on the videos, right? I'm kind of behind. So I'm going to do last year's. I'm going to do last year's all the way through so I have a bunch of videos. And then each one that I do now, I'm going to add that too. But I'm going to do my old ones first. So. I have, I'm alive on podcast right now, and I'm expanding my networker as I do it. So you can catch me on Podbean, Life Clarifications with Natasha on Podbean. So with that, that as we go forward and managing our life, that we need to make decisions, right? And some of it is about, should I stay with this person? Well, you know, that's a personal choice a lot of times. So you'll get a maybe because it's a personal choice. Because a lot of times where we're at at this minute in time, we want to leave, but then maybe tomorrow things might get better. Now for me, like with my husband that, you know, he was drinking all the years, about 21 years, right? So I was getting the feeling I should leave, I should leave, I should leave. But every time I went to do it, something would stubble me up, you know, would would catch me and I wouldn't, I wasn't going to go forward, right? leaving well then i basically said to the universe i'm done you have to do this you know i'm done with having this politics in my life so he got caught with a dwi uh drinking uh and he got caught by the cops getting a a dewey and he ended up going through aa and some counseling and he's now turning into a man i always wanted to be married to right so with that, that that there was a reason why i wasn't supposed to leave even though there's times where i could have and i probably would have been okay you know things would have worked out you know but there's something about us working together that is bringing us into this new knowing of each other right so with that, that there's sometimes where we kind of get through what we're going through right now before we can make a decision like for me i needed to buy a ticket somewhere and You know, the information came across last week. Oh, I want to get it done. I'm, uh, you know, I get to go. I get to go. I get to go. I need to buy tickets right now. But breathing is it the right time to buy tickets? Okay. What is my yes? Oh, switched on me. What is my no? So, was it good that I waited a week to buy my tickets? Yes. Did I get a better deal waiting that week? Yes. So, ask the question Do I need to buy any more tickets? No. Okay. So with that, that as we're going forward, that, you know, we can ask the questions. Is this the right time? What do I need to eat tonight? Do I want a salad tonight for dinner? Do I want fish for dinner? Do I want broccoli for dinner? Oh, I was going to make broccoli for dinner. Body, do you want broccoli for dinner? Oh, see, I asked the right questions, right? So remembering that when we're asking questions and where we're going, it helps us go through that process. Should I sell my house? No. Well, I would have been scared if I got yes, because I'm not ready. Uh, will I be moving in one year, two years, three years, four years, five years, 10 years, 15 years? Oh, so. See, making decisions, sometimes when we get out of the mind, it helps us move forward. And you know, I love doing the muscle testing because of the fact that it's my body and it's not my mind that's making the decision. It's not my heart and it's not my gut. It's, my, it's the body in, in general and the guides that are working with me and my body who knows more than I do sometimes, right? So going forward in our lives and moving forward, we have to go do that. But the one thing that we have to remember, though, is at this minute in time when I'm making the decision, that I have this much information. So tomorrow, later in the day, I'll have other information that I could have made a different decision. But at the time that that uh, that you're working through it, that that will help. And Veronica says, your soul too, yes, definitely. When you're working with muscle testing, it's your soul that knows the greater picture, right? And so it's it's a conclusive, Body, mind, spirit. Now, let's say if I'm uh, talking about food, it'll probably be more my body than my soul, right? But I know that our higher self and our soul interacts with this story. So, going forward and and managing our our questions. But the thing is, though, that we're always can make a different decision in the future. That's a given. We can always make a different decision in the future. But there again, is it the right decision in the future? for what I'm going through. All we can do is follow, follow and trust, right? Because of the fact that sometimes it's not about now, kind of like me buying tickets. It wasn't about buying tickets on that day. It was about buying tickets later, but it didn't say to buy tickets three weeks from now, right? No, it was about buying tickets, but I had to trust the process along the way. So making decisions about should I or shouldn't I, especially when it's dealing with somebody else, you know, like a mate or something like that, that a lot of times we get in this into um, some politics there. I'm just going to call it, okay? But There's the right times to do things, and there's not the almost not right times to do things, because when we do it, it's it's doing it right. And I can tell you that many times when we're making a decision, we have to make a decision. And then, like, let's say buying a ticket, sometimes we can change that, that process, right? And so there's kind of an out there. But like when we're making a decision to change jobs or making a decision to change mates or cha- move our house or sell something, that... We have to trust the process that when we say yes, there's a reason why we said yes. And moving forward through that process can give us some grace. Now, can we change our mind? Yes. Sometimes when we decide to to say, I want to um, to not have a relationship with somebody, that we can in a later day or something say, okay, so... What I really am asking is, is that if you're willing to push the reset button and we try to do better and create new patterns, then maybe I can rethink this. But not everybody is there to do that, right? And then, like, if we lose, leave a job, sometimes our boss will hire us back on if we really like him and we're really liked, and the and you know the situation came forth and and you know we just blew our top for that moment. But at the same time. A lot of times, when things are pushing us out of the way, you know, we keep getting in trouble, we keep getting into the scenario, things uh, keep happening that are wrong, we keep getting agitated. That's usually when the universe is kind of saying, Move along, it's time for you to find something new. Now, when we're doing something like that, um, good evening, um, Guy. Thank you very much for coming in. That when we're going through changes and stuff like that, many times, if we can start the process of thinking about it. OK, so like if we're thinking about, let's say changing, uh, let's say changing a mate again, let's the, the, the one we're with. Right. And we're not wanting to do that. You know, many times that this is what I've done with um, with people is, is that I give a deadline. So I say, okay, I'm going to give, let's say, three weeks, six weeks of working on this relationship to the better I can. I want to really work my way through it. I want to have better communication. I want to try harder, right? And I want to try to to not necessarily stir the pot to get things worked out, but have kindness. What is my intention? My intention is to heal some of this work, right? So sometimes we need to give some time to do that. And then I give the other person that much time. And I don't tell them on my timeline. I don't tell them a timeline. But what I do is I tell myself a timeline and I do the work and I communicate. I communicate that I want to work on this a little bit more. I want us to have better communication, right? And sometimes if that person reciprocates and says, oh, look at what they're doing. They're communicating with me differently. They're putting different intention in. Then they start stepping up and doing better, right? And so then that ladder can climb up and get better and better and better. And then that time goes by, right? Because I have the intention of keep working. But the problem is, is that we got to keep working it to keep it moving forward so that it creates a new pattern, right? But like with my ex-husband who was dealing with drugs and we moved seven times in three years and things like that, I did that and it didn't work. And I had to have the guts to say no because things weren't getting better. They kept staying the same, or they even got worse. But I was doing an awareness. I was doing a witnessing of the scenario. And doing that, that helped me make the decision because I worked my way either into the relationship, or I worked my way out of the relationship. Right? So with that, then as we're going forward and managing our life, that many times making a decision, we can even do that with the job, right? We can try to re, reinvest in our perception of our job. Many times when we were wanting to leave a job, we're walking into our job. I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. Why do I have to do this, right? And so our, our negative attitude is very much taking us to work, right? where if I shift my attitude, my intention, my perception about work, they're again giving it a time frame. Many times we can start having that energy shift. And I try to give things at least six weeks, maybe two weeks, two months, because of the fact that it does take time for energy to change. It does take time for energy to move forward. But the one thing is, is is, is that after that time, that a lot of times when I've had to make decisions, when I've helped other people make decisions by maybe doing that, that they walked out of their scenario a little bit cleaner. And what I mean by cleaner is, is that, that many times we, we uh, lose someone we love by saying, I can't be with you anymore, and we grieve that relationship. We grieve it really, really strongly, right? And why did I make that decision? I really miss them being with me. I miss that. And I miss this. But then there's that part of it that I didn't miss. Like, like they weren't looking for something long long term. And I am. Uh, they weren't interested in, in going out and having fun. And I am. They're not interested in cuddling in bed. And I am. You know, so with that, that a lot of it was good. But then there's these key points that aren't. And that's where looking at at ourselves and going forward, we have to look at, it's almost easier to write things down, why, why we should and why we shouldn't, right? And so knowing that we can grieve the relationship of being together and doing those things that a lot of times high on Instagram, that that when we're going through those things, that going through the the change of what we're, we're negotiating, many times if we don't jump and react, that we can think about it and interact with it and change our perception and look at what we're doing. A lot of times we can maneuver, maneuver, it's kind of like parallel parking or, or going through uh, a single road, you know, and somebody comes the other way, you have to maneuver out of the way, right? Then as we're going forward and doing our life, that we can negotiate through doing better decisions sometimes a little bit later, giving things time to work on themselves. And then... And then as we go through and and manage those decisions, understanding there's going to be a form of grief. What the heck did I do? Now, changing jobs, you know, many times if we would leap, we don't have something else to work into, right? So with that, there are some times where we just got to say, I'm done and I walk out because that camel, um, the straw that broke the camel's back saying, Happen and we need to walk out because it's time. It is just time to walk out, right? But then what we need to do is pick our feet back up and say, okay, it's time to move forward. It's time to do something different. And if we can move forward and as we can do what we need to do, that we can possibly trust the process. But it means that we that stepping in and, you know, many of us need to spend a few minutes in victimhood. It's okay to spend a few minutes in victimhood, yet at the same time that if we do spend time in victimhood, we give it a minute or two or 10 or a night, but we don't stay there forever because of the fact that if we do stay there forever, then we don't have the opportunity moving forward. And when we're moving forward, we have a chance for new jobs to come. We have a chance for, I'm not going to call it new relationships, because frankly, I'm kind of of the old school that I have to work through my old stuff first before I can bring somebody new in my life, which means I have to come to neutrality. I can't just jump into somebody else's um, uh, relationships because of the fact that I might be doing some damage there because I didn't work through some of the things I needed to learn from that last relationship. And so giving a little bit of time, I would say three months or whatever, but that doesn't mean that you can't go out and have fun, right? And if you do meet up with somebody, you tell them I just got done and I want to take this slow, right? Because sometimes we find the right people when we're not looking, right? We find the right jobs when we're not looking. We find the right scenarios when we're not looking, right? So with that, moving forward. So remember that that as we go forward, remember about muscle testing okay it's sticking putting one finger put your two fingers like you're going to go quack 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 with your fingers right it's first the thumb and the first finger and then you put one inside the other and you try to pull that one apart the one that's on in the inside you're trying to pull that other one apart and the one that you put that's on top you try to keep those closed and that is what is your yes and what is my no right and making those decisions So let's say sometimes when I'm at a restaurant and I don't know what to eat, my body. I ask my body, body, what is my yes? What is my no? And so my fingers are underneath the table. Do you want a hamburger? Do you you want fish? Oh, I'm having fish tonight. Uh, Do you want uh, broccoli? Yes. Do you want uh, something else? So. Hi Bev. Uh, so muscle testing is a really good way to look at what your body wants to eat when you're like between this or that. Do I want steak? Do I want fish? So with that, then you can kind of negotiate some of those things. And a lot of times when we're making decisions that like that, we're not getting a tummy upset because we're eating what our body wants, right? Okay, I'm going to make a difference here. Do I want want do you body? Do you want white fish or salmon? So I pulled out whitefish because I kind of had a feeling that's what my body wanted. But I'm also intuitive. So I communicate other ways. But that is a basic way that we can all communicate. My dad was a chiropractor. So I grew up with muscle testing. And it is almost 100% foolproof, especially if you trust the process and you have the intention around it, that you stay as neutral as you can and you do it. So if you're saying, uh, does Natasha wear glasses? should I wear glasses? Does Natasha wear glasses when she's driving? Yes. Does she need to wear glasses around the house? No, I don't wear glasses around the house. I wear them when I'm driving. And that's where my eyes like it when I'm not wearing my glasses around the house. So going forward and managing our life, many a times we can check out what we want to do. Now, another way of doing this is vitamins, right? So making choices. Because of the fact that when we're making choices and we make the—I don't want to call it the wrong choice, but the—but the, uh, the wrong-timed or the ill choice for what we're going through, that it—it it, it doesn't feel quite right. And there's a part of us. So another re, another way you might be getting a yes or no is is that yes, I'm excited and I'm anxious and I don't know what I'm doing, right? Hi, Paul. Uh, And I'm I'm anxious and I'm doing things yet at the same time when I'm making choices. But when it's not feeling right, you feel heavy in the gut. You feel low. You feel um, unease, right? So when we're making choices, listen to what your vibration is saying of your body. Your body is saying yes or no. And you know, so like, let's say if we're ready to buy a house, right? And we're walking into three houses. The first one, you went, oh, this feels right. But as you're walking around, you start feeling heavier and heavier, right? And then there's something about this house. Oh, you know, maybe there might be a spirit in here that I'm feeling, right? Or, oh, maybe this house would be good if I rearranged the kitchen. Okay. Can I live with it for right now? yeah okay, so I'll put this on the maybe list, right and then you walk into another house, you walk up to it an and it's almost like feeling walls around the house, right and you're and you're you're not feeling anything, right you're just feeling those walls that that is part of the process of saying this isn't it. this isn't it. And then we go to another house and it was like, I'm getting that anxious feeling uh it's stirring up i don't know if this is a good or bad um my tummy is rumbling is this good or bad you walk in and it's like ah and you feel lighter and lighter and lighter this is it this is it i know this is it because of the fact that i'm making choices right and yes there can always be another house there can always be another house There's always going to be another car. There's always going to be another job. There's always going to be something. But at the same time, though, if it feels right for right now, look at it a little differently. Because I know, now let's say talking about jobs, making decisions about jobs, that a lot of times we need to make a decision about a job because it's what needs to save us right now, right? It needs to save us right now. And we can feel like, eh, this job isn't the best one for me. But it might be the thing that gets you in the door, right? It gets you your financials a little bit steadier. It may not be all that you want to do. But then you hear somebody talking in the office about a position opening up. Oh, hmm. I might want to go for that one, right? So you go and talk to your boss about it. They say, yeah, it just opened up and we're looking for an inner uh, hire i'm interested can i talk to you about it or can you talk to me about it right so going forward and managing a lot of times that we need to say yes to a decision that doesn't feel quite right body-wise or muscle testing yeah maybe 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 that as we go forward because we need to get our foot in the door to get us to the next journey where we're going right so as i'm doing my fingers back and forth it's because it's a journey Right, it's a journey, and going forward with where we're at and what we're doing, and, and maneuvering where we're at, life is happening around us, and we have to make decisions. But remember that when we make a decision, there's a lot of times the grief process that we're on. There's also the the um, the moments where we regret the decision we made because we're in the moment of making uh, making other decisions, and it's like, well, if I wouldn't have made that decision, I could have done this, right? Sometimes we have to start making decisions to get our life moving. We have to start making decisions. And I know for me that I'm making a decision that I may have to cancel the tickets I bought, right? Because the fact there's another scenario that might be more important. But at the same time, though, I knew that I was going to need to do it. And so I did it. I needed to make a decision to keep my life moving forward. And if something like that other thing comes up, you know, that's where I'm going to ask the angels, I'm asking the guides and the angels that whatever else is coming in my life around that scenario sinks in, it intersyncs with what I'm doing. And it's for the greater good of everybody, including my husband who does not like it when I leave the house or goes away for uh, an extended visit without him. But he doesn't like to travel either. So it's a catch-22. And so with that, that moving forward and going forward, that sometimes we have to make those decisions, even if it's not the right thing. So trusting the process and being in the process of where we're at, life can do it. So I hope that to review a little bit. So as you're making decisions, trust your body. You're going to feel things, right? And like I said, unless you're one of those people that just doesn't feel anything. And then muscle testing. Remember, you put, you close your two fingers, your first finger and your thumb together, and then you try to keep them together, and you put one inside the other, and then you try to open up one set of fingers. What is my yes? What is my no? Okay. And as you do that, and then another thing is to feel. So, but sometimes when we feel the energy, sometimes when we're more anxious. It can kind of give us a negative-ish feeling, but trusting that process. Uh, and, and checking into more clarity. So if you're going through tummy upsets because you're eating the wrong things, body, who do you want what do you want me to eat? right? And that's the thing is is that when you're asking the question, I always ask the question, who out there can ask me for my better good with love and light around the answer? I always say that. I need my body with love and light to answer this question. Body and my guides around me, are you willing to help me make this decision? Yes. Okay? So with that, going forward, we're always in the process of, of needing to make decisions. But remember, it's gonna be emotional. You may not always make the best decision, but what really is a best decision? It's about making the better decision. And sometimes we have the leap before we go forward most of the time though if we can work through it that like buying uh, tickets did i may buy tickets exactly when i knew i could or did i buy tickets when it was more the writer time because sometimes when we're like oh i gotta leave this freaking job i'm done but maybe leaving in a week might do better because there might be another job that's opening up for you to move forward or You come to another perception and things shifted inside the office. Let's say the boss that you were arguing with all of a sudden leaves. And you were going to leave because that person. And here they leave and things change. So with that going forward and managing our life, sometimes when we get that feeling, it's not the right time. And we all have intuitiveness towards that area. But it takes us moving forward that way. Right? So I hope this show helps in that process. And remember that us intuitives, you know, we can help you out making a decision. So if you're having a trouble with trusting yourself, come to and, and talk to someone who can help you, guide you with maybe making decisions. But there's a lot of decisions out there right now that are personal. And that's up to you. There's no right or wrong. It's up to you. Okay, so with that, i am come to the halfway point of my show, a little bit over, that I love to do oracle cards. And if anybody would love an Oracle card pulled, I can do that. And I only work with angels, loved ones, and um, and life that is good. So with that, that if you would like a card, I'm going to do, I do not do tarot. I do uh, Oracle cards. So I'm going to do my dragon, new deck. I love them. I love dragons. They. I have one as my team member, and he helps me a lot. So dragon. Uh. I'm going to do uh, the path of the soul here is another one. So uh, in the comments, if you can put in, I would like a dragon card. I would like a um, path of the soul card. Uh, Veronica, which one would you like to have? Um, maybe this one, uh, the map series. I love these. These are good. So the map series is basically, you, it's almost like a um, tarot deck. But it gives you uh, different cards to look at, and I would read on them. Um, So it's – ah can't flip it around. There we go. Uh, So, Bev, you'd like um, the Path of the Soul. Okay, so I will do that. So those are the three. The map series. Oops, did I just flip those inside? I did. There we go. Okay, so Path of the Soul. So what I'm asking when you do uh, the map. Okay, I kind of had a feeling you (laughs) – that one, but here again, I'm intuitive. So on Instagram, what I would ask is, is that when I do a card that, um, and so whoever, hi Sue, uh, path of the soul, please. Okay. So I will do that. So what I do is, is that when I'm shuffling the deck for you, that I'm asking you to pull in the intention of what you're wanting. Okay. So this is for Bev first. Okay, so Bev, I'm gonna put ask you to put the intention out there for what you're wanting in this deck. Clear the deck a little bit. This is for Bev. Okay, there we go. So shuffling the cards. Bev's intention. What is should? What is the greater thing that that you, the guides of this deck? Whoa. So, you're going to get two cards, Bev. Okay, so this one is 28 and 29. (laughs) 28 and 29. That's funny. So, you got 28 and 29, and I'm going to do 28 first. Beautiful cards, aren't they? So, 28. And I'm asking the guides in my body to be in my mind to be able to read tonight. Okay. Your dreams are playing a very important part of both your waking life and your spiritual development. The answer you seek to your deepest inner questions are being answered. You are receiving messages and advice through the dream time. Take serious note of all your dreams. There is much being given to you from the astral realms. There is also a call to strengthen your intuitive connection through meditation. Take time each day to meditate, as this will aid you in remembering and clarifying your dreams. So that was this one, Bev. Okay. And now for friendship. There is a greater amount of love and support available to you. Friendship represents, represented by the infinity symbol is forever. Okay, Let me reread that again because I flubbled that one. There is a greater amount of love and support available to you. Friendship represented by the infinity symbol is forever. Trust the bond you have created with others. Know that the greatest gift you can give is your friendship. It is in giving that you receive the most. Offer your support where you can. And remember to take and to ask for support when you need it. That's a tricky one, right? Ask for when you need it. Your friends are are the very souls you have chosen to journey with in this lifetime. They are an important part of your growth and learning. I hope that helps, Bev. And uh, I- I'm hoping that you're healing, too, <laughs> with that uh, that ankle of your, or the toe of yours. What was it? The toe. Yes, the toe. Oh, dog barking. I heard something. Okay, so uh, Veronica, the map series. Okay, so my dear... You're good. Is there anybody on Instagram? And remember, if you're on Twitter, go to my YouTube channel, Natasha Venter, and I can pull a card for you, too. So this one's for you, Veronica. If you want. (laughs) This one kind of fell out of the deck. (laughs) That was. Oh, yes. Movement. Movement, my dear. Didn't you have that reading last year? The last month, we, month so movement so it's an ostrich with like a house and there's a balloon and oh it's 28 so 28 so the other card was 28 and 29 so 28 2 plus 8 is 10 which is one which is a new new number one represents as um, newness coming in and then uh, 29 is 11 so magical new beginnings. Okay, so this one also is 28. So this is about one new beginning. So movement. I don't know if you can see that very well. There's a lot of light in here that's wrong. So, okay, so 28 movement. Here we go. You are in a time of positive forward motion, positive forward motion. So, upright, the card was upright. I'm going to read both because I think that, that there's some shadow work that you're doing that might be. So, the other one would be this way upright. This is a time for positive momentum as you come out of a period of restriction. You're on stage of new adventures and discoveries. You may feel compelled to take a trip, change your hair or move your home or business. Regardless, you cannot remain where you are anymore. You feel compelled to go forward. No matter what your inquiry, you will see your dreams and take form and doors previously shut begin to open as if in magic. Movement is also a state of mind. The fog lifts. You now know the actions you need to take. This isn't a time for you to fear. Let it go and move forward. That's another thing I didn't say about making decisions. There's a lot of fear. Am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing the right thing? But remember, fear is something that makes us stop and think. So use fear as a positive about stopping and thinking more than it is about uh, being fearful about going forward. Okay, so reverse. So the card would be reversed. I'm going to do that one too. Do you feel as if you're walking in circles, seemingly not getting anywhere? Consider the spiral that travels up and down and around. Two steps forward, five steps back. Even backward movement helps you progress and reach your goal. You may need to revisit some of the places where you forgot to look for treasure. Another message is lessons need repeating for those who refuse or are unable to learn them in the first time. Consider this another invitation to mastery. So I hope that helps you, Veronica. You really can't do anything wrong right now. And even if you're sitting in a chair, there's movement going on, my dear. You're doing good. Okay, so uh, Sue, you wanted Path of the Soul. Okay. So I'm going to clean these cards out. Okay. For Sue, let's call this in. Guy, would you like a, a card too? Path of the Soul. Okay. So Sue, calling your, uh, your message that you're supposed to hear for your greater good. Okay. Okay. For your greater good, Sue. Woo. Okay. Here we go. It fell out. Ooh, that one's pretty. 33. 33 is a master number. Six. Six is about home and doing. Look at that one. It's about sitting in that meditative state. So 33.
1: Quan Yin,
0: oh yes, Quan Yin. Quan Yin is a um, is the. Bo, oh, this word is kind of hard for me to say. be in my dyslexia, you know. I, I work through these words. Quan Yin is the bohivista of compassion. In the cards, she represents compassion and kindness towards oneself. Stop being hard on yourself. Watch your mind and the words and judgments that you have about yourself. You are much kinder and more forgiving of others than you are of yourself. It can take many lifetimes of fully embodying this lesson of compassion, but you are almost there. This is one of the biggest openings of the heart center that you can experience. Wow, isn't that true? Isn't that true? Quan Yin. Quan Yin. Oh, I had it right there. There we go. So you see that one on Instagram? Quan Yin. What a blessing. I love Kuan Yin. Uh, she really moves through the, the dance of, um, of who we are and helping us support us through those compassionate moments. And doing that work. And I, I that's one thing that I want people to know that, you know, while we're going through changes and, and going through these, oh gosh, here in the United States, there's so many um, changes going on that we may not agree with. And there might be a lot of grief going on, but right now we cannot really say that this is the end of the journey. And then as we go forward in our lives, that our journey is is part of the the ebb and flow of life and decision makings. And I was really getting the other day that, you know, the pendulum has been swinging the other way of, of I don't cares and that kind of stuff, that it had to come back and and bring some gathering. But yet at the same time, though, how this is acting is not necessarily the way it, probably should, right? So I'm going to do a dragon card. And and on Instagram, if you are if you want a card, Oracle card, it doesn't matter what your belief system is. You know, it's about lo- coming from the love of uh, of whoever's. And these are the dragons. I love dragons. You know, when we work with dragons, there's a power empowerment in us. Woo. Woo. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess I was done shoveling. Okay, so this is Asclepius. Asclepius. There we go. I'm going to just give you the word so that we can do that. And then it's also destiny. And he's powerful. I just love this picture of this dragon. It's a beautiful dragon. Okay, so I'm going to read uh, Asclepius. So that's twenty five seven, twenty seven. This is for everyone, by the way. There we go. It is your journey and yours alone. So this is this one here. And I know I didn't say that right, but my dyslexia sometimes triggers in words that I try to say. So the word I cannot say was an ancient Greek god of medicine, son of Apollo. Upon meeting him for the first time, his opening words were, your modern image of the catalyst is incorrect. He was a healer of great repute in Greek mythology, and his and this dragon in particular reminds us that. And us, too reside great healers. His particular affinity lies with practitioners who use healing plants, herbalism, home, homeopathic. And essential oils and flower essences. Add this. Add to this his rather shamanic energy and his affinity with snakes. And he is a powerful ally. Is a dragon of healer and of shaman. His wisdom is boundless. If he has flown into your reading today know that you have his abundant knowledge at your side continuing with his practical help for your physical life he asks if you need support of a professional who acknowledge of healing and plants or is it time for you to undertake training in one of the areas mentioned above indeed a shaman Alongside his ability to support those working with plant energies, he is powerful ally when we are ready for the next phase of our transformational journey of life. His presence in your cards today reminds you that together you create the immense combination of transformation and transmutation. Deep within you know you can and will succeed. He had this to say You are on the cusp of transformation, so allow me to guide you forward along the winding road. Remember, hold on to what you know is true for your journey and yours alone. Life is never standing still, it is forever changing and evolving. Together we can transmute that which binds you, accepting that your journey on earth is about life, death, rebirth, as you transform and grow personally and spiritually. Boy, that one was a big one. So in other words, and I know for me right now that I am being told to really take care of the body because the body is the vessel of who we are without our bodies. We don't take, we can't go any further. So with that, that I have been, um, uh, hi, Robin. Um, If you would like a card, um, please, uh, please let me know that, you know, going through um, our bodies and listening, like right now, you know, eating sugars, you know, probably in moderation, right? Because of the highs and lows we get with that. So. Sorry about mispronouncing his name, but that's that's the theme. Okay, so now destiny. So destiny is the next one. Okay, and he is 20, 15. Back to the other side of the book. Oh, 25. Sorry about that. Okay, destiny. It is your life, your journey, your path. You walk it your way. Destiny is my destiny is a mighty dragon of great authority. She has no time for foolishness, a fluffiness, ego, or human dragons. As she puts it, she had her kind. Oh, sorry about that. She and her kind have been hidden in the depths of earth for eons, waiting for us to be ready to take back our power and stand in our individual and collective might. She wants to galvanize us into action so that we stand strong against the adversity and, if necessary, fly in the face of authority to challenge systems, that are no longer fit the purpose. She says, if you want change, you need to be that change, not wait for others to do it for you. You do not need their permission to live your life your way, nor can they absolve you from responsibility. It is your life, your journey, your path. You walk it your way. Light and fluffy will not create lasting change in your, on your planet. Have you ever tried moving a large, square, flat-bottom stone uphill? It is impossible. As humans, you need to come together and walk in union, not isolation. Take responsibility for who you are. Hold the vision of what you wish to create and work together with others we are facing periods of change and at times adversity we as people on earth can only achieve more security secure future if we come together and work for the good of all we can be the change the time for des- division has passed it is time for us to unite collect calibrate collaborate and work as a unison Boy, isn't that a message for now? We're so split as people. It doesn't matter where you're at. We're split as a people, and um, come together as a as a as a unity. That is the blessing, and I cannot say that any better. So please remember that I am here, Mondays and Wednesdays. Mondays, it's Path of the Soul. Uh, And that's with Regan Forston. And on Wednesdays, it is me, Life Clarifications with Natasha. And I have exciting news. I now have a podcast, so I'm putting it out there. Uh, and it's um, Life Clarifications with Natasha uh, Podbean. And I am going on to. I'm signing up on uh, like. Um, uh, uh. Spotify and all those too. So you can find me there. I'm so excited. I'm loading up older videos or audio. So you may hear some older stuff first, but I'm excited because this is happening. This is happening. I'm very excited. Another way to reach out and send love around this world. So blessings to you, please, wherever you're at, if you would like to subscribe, if you want to go to my YouTube channel, I have not put up something on my let's get tiggered, not triggered uh, in the light, And I think I might post something tonight because I want to, try, I try to, to post at least twice or three times a week. So with that, that, and you can only see that on my YouTube channel. So blessings to you and know that you are dearly loved. And I see ancestors and loved ones with every single one of of who I walk across paths with, helping them through their struggles. So know that you are not alone. You do have family who love you and cherish you and are helping you move forward in your life. Blessings to you and see you next week, Monday at four o'clock Pacific time on YouTube, um, on Facebook and Twitter. And on Wednesdays, if I have no guest on YouTube, Twitter, Uh, Facebook and Instagram. So blessings. Bye now.